Welcome to the Three Lines of Defence podcast, the show that provides in-depth discussion into the world of audit, compliance and risk. We bring valuable insights, market information and career advice from industry leaders. Here's your host, Mark Enticott. On today's show, we're going to give you an overview of the Australian market from a recruitment point of view across the three lines of defence. We'll break this down across the following sectors, so banking, asset management, insurance and superannuation. The podcast is not going to focus on the current implications of the coronavirus. We do believe once we are through this crisis that the whole world is in, that hiring volumes will continue as they were across the three lines of defence, given the regulatory pressure that the banks and the broader financial services sector is under in the Australian market. So let me just briefly start with a quick high-level overview of the market. So hiring across audit, compliance and risk for the second half of 2019 has been extremely busy and that's been especially within the banking sector. Throughout 2020, we expect that a lot of the local banks will continue to increase the hiring within audit, compliance and financial crime compliance in response to the increased regulatory pressure by the regulators being ASIC, APRA and Austrac. Let's first of all just talk about the banking sector because this is really where we're seeing significant levels of activity. And this all started back with the Banking Royal Commission and the major banks in Australia have continued to increase headcount across audit compliance and FCC. FCC has been the most significant area of headcount increase during 2019. And there's a couple of key reasons why that's happened. The first has really been as a result of the regulatory focus by Austrac. So the $700 million penalty to Commonwealth Bank for the series of breaches in AML and CTF laws made the banks in the broader banking sector sit up and take notice and subsequently build out the FCC teams. The majority of the banks have recruited new heads for FCC throughout 2018 and 2019 and have made significant steps to expand these functions. So we saw one sort of major wave of recruitment throughout that period of 2019. Throughout 2020, we will see further expansion in the FCC area. And this is really as a result of continued regulatory pressure, obviously with the issues that came out about Westpac late in 2019. And we believe that Austrac are going to continue that regulatory pressure and there will be subsequently more findings that will come out against other banks as we move through 2020. The hot areas of the market for FCC will really be within what we call financial intelligence unit. So this is an area that really requires substantial development and expansion within the Australian market. And it's something that has been core to FCC functions by global institutions around the world. We're going to also see increased use of data analytics and further expansion of advisory functions across the core business lines for the banks. On the compliance side, we have seen an expansion by the major banks of this function in response to the Banking Royal Commission. When we compare the frameworks and structures 
of other global institutions, there is significantly more work and resources required to ensure that the banks in Australia have the correct framework and structure to meet their regulatory obligations. There's a lot of work to be done around the compliance program and substantial work to really to do to embed this into the business with significant culture and conduct change required across the banking sector in Australia. And this has always been my belief since Bowen Partners established back in October 2018 in the Australian market. And we've had a lot of experience with working with global institutions over the last 10 years and building out compliance and FCC functions. And when I look at the Australian banks, there is a lot more work to be done there. And it was really supported by Wayne Barnes, who's obviously the chair of APRA, in a financial review article back on the 8th of January 2020 that supports our observations when he stated it's pretty clear that an upgrade in compliance functions across the industry is needed, close quote. As a result of this, we believe that there is going to be a lot more regulatory pressure from ASIC and APRA and an increase in litigation by both the regulatory bodies. And this will really force banks to significantly expand their budgets for compliance, resulting in substantial increases in headcount across advisory, regulatory compliance, central compliance and monitoring surveillance, plus conduct. On the internal audit side for banking, we've seen quite a lot of change at the head of level across several institutions in 2019, with those institutions recruiting new global heads of audit. During the second half of 2019, we also saw a considerable increase in hiring activities at the manager and senior manager levels across the Sydney and Melbourne markets. And we believe that this is set to continue in 2020 with the regulatory bodies in Australia requiring the third line of defence really to do a lot more deep dive audit reviews on the request of the regulator. There is going to be a strong preference for new joiners to possess some data analytical skills for internal audit to further strengthen the data analytical tools and methods within the audit areas of the Australian banks. On the risk side for banking, we don't see a lot of expansion in headcount within the financial risk areas, but we do forecast significant growth in the non-financial risk areas of technology risk and data privacy. Let's move on and have a talk about the superannuation and asset management sectors. So in the second half of 2019, we saw a good level of hiring across the superannuation and asset management sectors for compliance. There was obviously the capability review of APRA, which was led by Graham Senuel back mid last year. And as a result of that review, we do expect that APRA will have a significant focus on the superannuation sector which will result in the industry needing to further expand its compliance function. On the asset management side, the level of recruitment will be similar to 2019, and most of this hiring will be replacement headcount. What we saw over the last 10 years globally with the build-out of compliance was that the asset management sector was not an area that needed to substantially expand their compliance functions like the banks and and other financial services companies have had to do, 
just because of the size, the general size of asset managers. So we do see some further expansion there, but again, a lot of that recruitment in 2020 for the asset management sector will be replacement headcount. On the insurance side, hiring across compliance and internal audit has remained steady for insurance. And in 2020, we do expect hiring to be of a similar level to 2019. The insurance sector, there's obviously a big focus around digital transformation and technology. And as a result of that, firms must really work very hard to retain talent within the IT cloud governance and data privacy and protection. And with data privacy becoming a bigger issue in Australia, and it's already been a big issue in Europe, then we do expect that the data privacy and protection areas across all sectors of banking financial services to be in high demand. There is limited talent pool for audit risk and compliance candidates with insurance experience. And as a result of that, the insurance companies have really had to sometimes look at the banking sector, especially the retail banking and wealth management areas to recruit talent. One other key point I'd like to mention about the insurance sector is Unlike the banks, the insurance sector in the areas of audit, risk and control openings are traditionally in the second and third lines. And we have not seen many first line risk and control roles developing. And this is a common trend across the Asia Pacific region. Most companies are relying on both the business function and the second line risk management teams to cover the first line risk and control issues. So that's a common theme that we do see across the insurance sector in APAC and globally. The other point I would like to make around insurance is that actuarials with good economical capital and product actuarial experience are extremely well sought after and companies are required to pay a premium to attract professionals with traditional actuarial functions into these non-traditional actuarial roles. So just to conclude our thoughts on the market for 2020, so hiring in 2020 for audit compliance and risk and within that FCC is going to be very active. The talent pool for compliance and FCC professionals in Australia is very shallow and this is totally understandable given that the Australian market has not gone through the 10 years of expansion in this area that the rest of the world has already gone through. So we saw a similar trend in Hong Kong back 10 years ago and in Singapore where back then the compliance and FCC talent pools were very shallow. So a way that the country grows that compliance talent pool is really by pulling talent from audit, legal and risk and developing the knowledge around compliance by pulling that technical skill set from audit, legal and risk. Doing that, though, does put pressure on the supply of talent within these areas. So with demand well outstripping supply, we have seen that the average salary increment for people moving companies is between 20 and 30% for compliance and low 20% for audit. And with the amount of significant recruitment that we would forecast to happen, certainly throughout this year and most likely really for another five years, we do believe that there is going to be further 
increases in, in that seller increment. So we would see that potentially compliance will push up to even 30% or higher. And we've seen this trend within Hong Kong and, and Singapore and, and the broader global markets for many years over the last 10 years with increments pushing well above 30% for a period of time while the demand outstripped the supply across compliance and FCC. On the audit side, we see that it will go into the high 20s, potentially as we track throughout 2020. This does cause a lot of challenges for companies as to how do you manage such large incremental growth and seller increments. And unfortunately, there is no way that it can really be managed in that it is a supply-demand situation. And if the companies really need the resources, it's market forces that then determine the rate that someone is willing to be paid and, and therefore look at the opportunity. So 2020 is going to be actually a really, really buoyant year across audit, compliance and risk. And again, we would forecast that this cycle within Australia would have at least five years to go before we would see the market returning back to some normal conditions. I hope you found this overview of the Australian market helpful. If there's any questions or comments, feel free to contact us and we will in further episodes be providing an update of the Hong Kong market and also Singapore market. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the show. We encourage you to subscribe and feel free to share, rate us and leave a review. If there's anything you'd specifically like us to cover, email us at markenticott at bowenpartners.com. Thank you.